0: And that's your TV guide rating with Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we we'll start the podcast today. Welcome to uh, Key in the Lake Podcast. This hey, is Jake hello. talking. And that's Wilson talking over me. We can hey, never do our introduction. Just yet yeah, another one more time. Do it one more time. That was Jake. That was Wilson. Good.
1: <laughs> Who do we have today, Jake?
0: Well, before we get to that, oh yes, um, something I've been wanting to ask you about, very important now that we have an Iowa distillery coming on the podcast today, oh, yeah. Field of Dreams. Yeah, yeah,
1: very cool. Yeah. I think that's going to be. It's probably, probably the only time the Sox will sell out. You know, <laughs> a stadium in a sense. Um, shout out to the South Side Sox. Shout out to Chicago fans. I just thought it was funny. I actually, that's not my joke. I read that earlier, so I'm just repeating a joke that I read.
0: I was just kind of um, joking, but um, I was. But I, I was going to get to our guest. I think it's Whoa.
1: really fucking cool. <laughs> what no, are it they is. doing? The Sox and Yankees are playing. As uh, you hear, as
0: you hear that bearded voice coming in, that's Sam from Mississippi River Distilling. Yeah, this is Sam, Hello, everybody. Hi. I'm here. <laughs> I can never say Mississippi right because of my speech impediment. So Mississippi. It's been a long. It's, a it's been a 33 year battle. Yeah. And still working on it, but Sam, welcome to the podcast. Well,
2: thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, man. absolutely. Any
0: uh, anybody awesome. representing an Iowa distillery is welcome on this podcast at any time. Being Why an is that, Iowa Jacob? kid, Wilson, I'm sure we've covered that many times. On this year podcast, but uh, yeah, we'll go back. Field of Dreams is actually a legitimate point. Um, Brett, who was in the podcast last week, mm-hmm. uh, him and I were talking over it. He's a big baseball fan if he listens to the podcast, so... He actually yeah. texted me at like seven o'clock in the morning with the article link. I think he was the first one to get to me on that. Yeah. Um, we were having a discussion about like, oh, how many seats are they going to have? How expensive is going to be? My first thought was, I hope one of these Iowa distillers can jump all over it. <laughs> over, yeah,
2: for sure. <laughs> you know, so yeah, for sure. That's you guys a fair are now
0: officially uh, representing the entire day of that and I mean, sponsoring the whole weekend. Yeah,
2: we got our work cut out for us. For yeah, us. either it's you or Cedar awesome. Ridge. or I Temple- mean,
0: well, Templeton I may have a little bit more money, but oh well. Yeah.
2: They got a long drive from Indiana, but <laughs> so, did I say that?
0: No. <laughs> that is the best burn we've had on this podcast. That
2: is a very oh, good. That very, was
0: you know so what? Chuck that one. up. Yeah, we might as, might as well just cut off the mics right there and yeah, call it. Yeah, we're it. done. That's no. it. That's it. We yeah, didn't even, even have to drink whiskey. Great.
2: That was that was there. That's great. That was there. Everybody yeah. likes Templeton. It's good. I stuff.
0: used to like it. No. Well, the best thing about Templeton is that I used to. People still think, and my family still thinks I didn't know until a few mm-hmm. months ago how you get like the barn distillery stuff, distilled stuff is um, still to this day. Talking to Scott Bush, one of the f- the founder of it, uh, after he left the company, I just found out that basically what people are doing is taking vodka, coke, maybe some some rum, <laughs> maybe some whiskey Shut in there up. as well, really? and just putting it into a bottle and shaking it up. And it looks wow. older than it is. Um, yeah, I'm of. breaking a lot of hearts right now saying all this stuff because Probably I know people are. that still pay like seventy-five dollars for a fifth of it, um, thinking really? that it's actually barn distilled whiskey um, from some of the some of the original recipe founders um, wow. or family founders back in the day of the early, you know, kind of pre-prohibition days and prohibition days. That's kind of how it got its fame during the whole bootlegging era. Well, essentially, what it is they're staying with tradition making bootleg whiskey making a ripoff whiskey if you will yeah. so rectifiers still in yeah. 2019 but people <laughs> paying a lot of money for it my cousin literally he, he went to the university of iowa um my family my mother's side of the family is all from western iowa from templeton area awesome and he brought back two handles one um one christmas of barn distilled templeton rye and a store paid over three hundred dollars those two bottles
2: no shit. Wow.
0: Yeah, so that's how the legend goes in Iowa, and I'm like just figured this out back in March, probably. at of a this meeting. year. That's yeah. At I, I a meeting with Scott, and I'm like, all right. So I've always wondered what it is because it tastes different, and I've like had a ten year old supposedly of it. And I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. That was pretty tasty. And then one year I brought it to Koval, and Alex tried it, it who's pretty well versed in whiskeys and our former uh, brand manager, and uh, he's like. This is the worst tasting thing I've ever had in my life, and I'm like, okay, I thought <laughs> it, it was, sounds oh, like it. Yeah, I'm That's like, I, th- I like, I thought it was just me, like maybe a bad batch of it or something, whatever it was. I didn't, I don't know. And he's like, this is terrible. And now, fast forward three, three and a half years later, talking to Scott was like, oh yeah, this is what it is because it always comes in, like, another bottle, another um, spirit, and then it's duct tape around the top, so you know it's Templeton Rye, the barn distilled stuff. And, if you will, (laughs) air quotes are going on right now with my fingers. (laughs) (laughs) And so if it comes, like, in a UV bottle, it's probably UV vodka and, like, something else mixed together. Or if it's Captain Morgan bottle, it's probably mostly Captain Morgan in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry if I'm breaking any hearts right now.
1: I, I wouldn't know. I've never had it, so I can't yeah.
2: speak on it. So I've, I've, heard, just, I'm just I've heard of this, but yeah. I've not seen it or tasted it myself.
0: I used to like I used to get a fifth or a handle of it from my parents, and I would bring it back and fill it up like in two hundred milliliter bottles and give it out for gifts to friends and stuff. Like this is so good, and I think it's more just the charm of the what yeah. you're being told for of the course. story. Yeah. yeah, which is which is whiskey. I mean, that's yeah. four hundred years of whiskey in this country. Oh, totally. So it kind of relates, but it's funny how it's. I I remember the first time I ever actually had Templeton Ride that was you know manufactured and distilled legitimately, and I, I had it at a friend's house and probably 21 years old. I go to his stepdad. I'm like, this is not Templeton Ride. This tastes right. horrible. And because I was used to like always drinking this other stuff, and mm-hmm. maybe back then it was like some distilled stuff, maybe, yeah. but highly questionable. Dude, that's <laughs> like wow.
1: the biggest fucking
0: like. I, it kind of I was kind of like wow. let down by. It. I mean. Here it comes from a guy who has like bottles that cost you know a hundred dollars at home, and I'm like, please, please, please be real whiskey. And <laughs> right. the actual owner, of, former owner of the company, is like,
2: no. Here's what it is. <laughs> wow. Oh man, that's insane. Yeah. Sam,
1: are you originally from Iowa?
2: I grew up in Moline, Illinois. Oh, so right you're across, right, the right across the river. Right across the river. Nice quad. Okay. that enough. considered
1: the quad cities? Yeah.
2: That is the okay. one of the four quad cities. Sweet. Uh, Moline, Rock Island in Illinois, mm-hmm. Davenport, Bettendorf in Iowa. And then our distillery is in LeClaire, Iowa, which yep. is just north of Bettendorf. So we're in the greater Quad City area, if you will. Definitely yeah. so.
0: Yeah. Mostly known for American pickers. <laughs> yes, they are down the street oh,
2: from us. That's right. And Buffalo Bill was born right by our distillery too hence Cody Road our line of whiskeys that's the street our distillery is on
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. I always watch too much. Of my, I think I devoted too much of my life to American Pickers, to be honest with you.
2: I like watching I'm, it. I mean, that's one of those shows where you start watching an episode, and then you, yeah. you like, look down, and you're watching, like, wow, I've been here for four hours. If they didn't have commercials, seen, I would, I, it'd be oh, hard yeah. to leave it. It'd be hard to go to the bathroom. Yeah, well, that's exactly where my head went, too. It's like, <laughs> when it, when am I going to get a break? <laughs> yeah. You know, I watched it the other night for like, the first time in
0: a long time, and they're in, I think, South Dakota, maybe, and they kept playing the... Like, Commercial lead into as this guy finding one of the guys finding um, an old speakeasy in the barn they're in. I'm like, I was like, waiting to see it, waiting to see it. So So I was like, I'm gonna watch the whole episode until they show that. Oh, for sure. And then it was just an empty room. There's like no bottle, but there's no no nothing in in there. They're like, Oh, yeah, we cleaned it out years ago.
2: What what like, fuck? you couldn't have yeah. maybe like, put that at the top? Yeah. So they, they kept us watching for four
1: hours. Like, yeah. well, it's Sunday now, dude. Yeah, I was That's waiting the to hook see
0: right there. Thing. It's like, I as mean, a like whiskey guy, obviously, you're just sitting there thinking, like, man, they find, like, even just some old balls that are empty be kind of cool. Oh, for sure. It was the literally shit. nothing it's, down there.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sucks ass. That's such a bummer. That's bullshit. Highly yeah.
0: disappointing.
1: Did that happen in Iowa?
0: No, I think it was South Dakota. South Dakota. Yeah. Uh Pickers. Pickers love Wilson. You should be a picker. I should be.
1: I should be a picker. I'd love to do that. It looked like they have a lot of fun. fun. Yeah,
2: yeah, it'd be fun it to travel. A lot of cool stuff. You know,
1: I love the old school shit though. You know,
0: you know yeah. that. Yeah, so. the hardest part is actually like, going up to people blindly and talking to them. Obviously, they like, hey, have some contracts there. Shit. with TV being you know? in the oh, way, for but, sure. but, yeah. but like, before yeah. they were actually a TV show, they would do that. They would just go around and you know that's how they got their start. So yeah,
1: I would take Lindsay. She'll talk to anybody. She'll just good like, point. Yeah, Lindsay hey. will be like, hey. Wilson's, I'll give you five Wilson's bucks. girlfriend can for, talk to anybody.
2: Uh, what's, what's, going that, yeah, uh, what's going on with that? what's going on what's with that 1922? Uh, uh, yeah, This room with all <laughs> the padlocks on it. What's <laughs> going or, <laughs> on?
0: Since I've become a member of the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society and going to their events... These guys do that. Like, there's one guy I, I talked to, Ian. He is he goes to estate sales all the time, and he just finds these old bottles, and people have no idea what they have. Yep. And I'm just thinking, and you, he's like, I feel bad taking them sometimes, and I'll just take like a little cart of stuff, like twenty bucks, yeah, and but no, they any, didn't
1: pay what we would pay today. Yeah, no, 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 so. no. no, no. And,
0: the, and the family has no idea what it is in the first sure. place. Right. But he was telling me some beam picks he found, yeah, cool. yeah, recently with oh, those really? old like decanter bottles. Um, oh,
2: see, sick. that would be. Oh, really they're really
0: they're cool, cool for like more just to have. Yeah. Like he, he said, yeah. I opened it. I'm surprised it tastes. Did pretty well, but I think he said it was last when he opened was a distilled in the 40s. It was a I can't remember how old it was, but it was bottled in '62.
1: Dude, your grandpa was still there, Interesting. Oh, he didn't start until the 80s. <laughs>
0: really, yeah. My grandpa was like. Maybe, in the 40s. Maybe I meant was, he was still. Yeah. Did he was your like a teenager. grandpa work for like, like, Beam? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. He was an engineer yeah. for Jim Beam. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but nice. not, to, so he was kind of more in his late career. He was one of those guys who probably could have worked until he was like 85 years old, but his, my grandma was like, you're retiring at 70, 77, I think he was, when so he finally retired. Right on. Yeah, so yeah, he was there for 15, 20 years um, in the crazy. early, the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, cool. And then to the early 2000s. Nice, man. Yeah, we've gone over that way too much, though. So okay, um, people, for sure. Uh, the five listeners we have probably are sick of hearing that story. Five today or? <laughs> five tomorrow. Stop.
1: Five we tomorrow. We have many
0: more than that. Maybe. We don't know. I am just looking at these Cody Road battles,
1: and I'm really anxious. Did, oh, do, yeah. uh,
2: do we want to take, <laughs> take some yeah, around, where should brother? we start? Yeah. Down. Put us down. down. Go well, down.
1: Well, tell us yeah, about a story before oh, yeah. we get into that. <laughs> <So> Let <laughs>
0: listeners know about the good things that come from Iowa, from the best soil in the world, Wilson.
1: Best soil, I agree. Exactly. You
0: called me out about it last week.
1: It's the best soil.
0: That's the reason why Field of Dreams happened. Mm-hmm. They produce uh, ghosts and gods, oh, yeah, and doctors it's that good save good little children I from falling off that, a bleacher that. or you know eating a hot
2: good dog. If Ray is going to appear <laughs> out yeah. of your corn.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Shout out to Shantix.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: He looks so scary like, in those commercials. Oh, he dude, does. he looks like a ghost, it's like,
2: like he's scaring people. Like and not he's smoking. more scary
0: in that yeah. than he was in like driving around and coked up in a car, looking at helicopters, being all freaked out. Right. It's like that was a movie. And he's, he's doing, not even that good of an actor, dude. Oh, stop, dude.
1: stop. For real? It's for real. Stop. He fits oh, the man. part because he looks the part. He is not it. I mean, hey, I Ray, if you're listening, yeah, whatever. He's dude. listening for sure.
0: He's definitely listening. Yeah. No. He, actually, I thought his best role was in um, *Field of uh, Dreams*, below, being Johnny Depp's oh, dad. Yeah. Even though they're just the exact same age.
1: Actually, you know oh, <laughs> that, that ending. Yeah, actually, <laughs> he did but play a good dad. He, in kind of that, yeah, he has yeah. an
2: old face. Although the so, end yeah, of yeah. that movie, it's uh, like it's almost like *Field of Dreams* that yeah. father-son yeah. Dynamic, father-son dynamic. moment. Not, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So two good two good roles. All right. <laughs> two good roles. Because good fellows, I roles. thought he was just a. A bitch ass. Personally, I think he was just a really? yes boy. Yeah, uh, I don't know, know shit. that.
0: Well, the most legendary, one well, of the most legendary shots in all of cinema came out of that movie. When they in the Copacabana, when they're following him from behind, and he's like giving the twenty dollar bills mm-hmm. out to everybody. oh Yeah, that tracking shot's like very historic. That's like kind of how Tarantino. That's a very cool moment, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I and mean, it's that's like where Tarantino like, got really his cool. like a lot of inspiration for his shots. Oh, I
2: didn't know that very Im- immersive you like, makes you feel immersed like right there yeah like I'm
1: following yeah. Ray Liotta to his table exactly
0: that's where I want to be in life following Ray Liotta to what his I table did. fuck yeah. that guy and feel field of dreams but it, no it is cool though like how it the socks are going out there and playing the Yankees too right yeah
2: playing the Yankees oh yeah. that's so cool yeah. yeah, I it just is cool. want to try to make it out there 8,000 8, 8, seats. seats really yeah which yeah. I thought I'm I'm would be a lot more to than that
0: just a bit pricey. How
1: many corporate sponsors are going to be there?
0: Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, think about yeah. the guys from New York so and Chicago
1: five, going out f- there. Five general public seats.
2: Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. Seriously though, I and mean, then like StubHub. Like <laughs> and then, you know, Our An StubHub, initial yeah. thousand be, tickets released to mm-hmm. StubHub.
0: Mm-hmm. The only way, like Iowa people will be in there would be like volunteer workers. Like, well, that's what they do for all
1: events. Because when mm. I one of my first internships that I did when I was in college was for the Super Bowl committee oh, really? in South Florida. So when th- that was actually the year the Bears went. To oh no, sex! Yeah, no sex to play the Colts. There are over fifteen thousand volunteers. Such a
0: great start! Oh, dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, mean, I know, right? Not I much from, not much from after that though. Yeah, well, you know, sexy all, Rexy. That's all
1: that Fucking sexy Rexy. What a, oh gosh, that was horrible. Indiana kid.
0: He's no, originally from Indiana. You're yes. thinking really? You're thinking of Cutler? No. Nope. Yeah, Rec, Rex. Rex Cutler's Grossman. From Indiana? Yeah. Rex Grossman. Santa Claus, Indiana. Yeah. Rex Grossman That's a real place? Yeah Wow Two-time state championship winner From Santa Claus I actually had a dream about high school football last night So did I Santa Claus. I, was, oh. I was running the 40 I had a dream that I wasn't going to play my senior year
1: Get out
0: yeah. Really? Yeah and oh, then, I, 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 I and dreamt then, that like, I was running to the 40 The day before school started I was like, uh, I'll play It was weird it was, I woke up huh. depressed Like That's how yeah. real it felt Because like, it was such a big part of my life back then Yeah Oh,
1: okay. No, I, I, I was running the 40, and then as soon as I was done running 40, I'm like, I want my number now. But, really? Because I, I ran the 40 for the number one. That's my number. Okay. One, you know, so, and I remember my dream. I ran, and I'm like, give me my fucking number. And then I woke up. Did and you it was 1 play o'clock play the morning. Football?
0: Did you play football in high school? Yeah. Oh, I thought you only played baseball.
1: No, I played football in the fall, baseball in the spring, and ran track in the, sorry, ran track in the winter. High jumper. Indoor track. You <laughs> dick. <laughs> that was dickish. <laughs> well, falling a fall.
0: Hurdles Endured. then. Hurdles. <laughs>
1: Another dick fucking comment. Come on, man. I'm not pushing 5'7. Are you serious, bro?
0: You're not pushing 5'7. That's I'm correct. Pushing five, seven. I'm pushing 5'7. I'm
1: pushing 5'7. Anyways, <laughs> let's get. What's Sam's whiskeys? What, I'm not uh, going uh, to... What's his name? Uh, that Al Bundy. I'm not going to relive those years. You what? <laughs> Al Bundy's always reliving the years when he was in baseball yeah. oh, yeah, football. Oh, yeah. Good point. That. That. Yeah. Let's talk, yeah. let's talk with Sam. All right, Sammy. All right. Yeah, so,
2: got, get, yeah get into Up the here, company a little bit. Uh, like, we've, got a, we've got our Cody Road line of whiskeys here. And just a real kind of quick yeah. history of the distillery. We go.
0: Don't even be quick. Yeah, don't, don't even be quick. Take your time.
2: Seriously. So it was a spring morning. Very in yeah. 2010. A little fog. Uh, yeah, it's a little fog. I was hungry. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, we were founded. He was hungover. I was really hungover. Uh, we were founded in 2010 by Ryan and Garrett Perchette and Sean McQueen. Uh, just two two brothers and their friend. They wanted to uh, do something that really highlighted uh, the agriculture in the area, mm-hmm. and they, they both love drinking whiskey, and so. They went and learned how to make it. Actually, they traveled to Germany and okay. trained in the art of distillation, uh, along with some of our other uh, local brethren here Absolutely. in the craft spirits industry. Yep, which
1: is funny how small the world is. Yes, yes.
2: And so, yeah, they went over and trained, and then they had a still put in in uh, the facility in Leclaire on Cody Road, and it's a single pot still that feeds 2 a eight-chamber column stills. And they, they make a lot of, lot of really cool stuff out there. Other than whiskey, we do vodkas, we do gins. Uh, we have a line of seasonals um, that will just do like a once-a-year offering, and they're always trying new things, trying to make new and different spirits or riffs on old mm-hmm. things that we made. And then we are getting into the RTD game now. Hmm. Yeah. So we are offering a barrel-aged ready-to-drink old-fashioned. It was Cody Road Bourbon. It's part of the Cody Rose family. And got another few collaborations like that coming out, too.
0: So was the original idea just whiskey? Or was gin and some other things kind of part of the process, too? I
2: think, well, they knew that they weren't going to be able to sell whiskey right away. And
0: And they never sourced anything,
2: right? No. Yeah. And so that's really, initially when they first opened, it was vodka, gin, and then some of these seasonal cordials and then they offered tours and there is a lot of tourist traffic oh, that yeah. comes through there cool. and it's so a, to make
0: a quick comparison it's a lot like Blonde brothers where it's a tourist sure. town on the yeah. sea river there's on the opposite side of the, of the states um, where they're on the west side in iowa and Blonde brothers are on the east side over in illinois there's these little tour for many people that don't know the midwest it's about there's a there's a little tourist attraction on the river cuz it's a popular river it's very popular. One. It has been. There's been books very about his, it.
1: Very historic. <laughs> river. Mark Twain. A
0: couple, couple, books. Yeah.
2: <laughs> couple, couple um, books. couple two treat books. two books. But yeah, books. no,
0: it's, it's, a, it's a really uh, interesting spot where you just see this little town. You're coming over this giant bridge over the river from Illinois, and there's a town right there that looks pretty cool, and kind of get into it right there. And now there's a distillery there after yes. almost 10 years.
2: Yes, there's a distillery there. Uh, they film American Pickers there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo Bill Museum is there. Also, we got a brewery next door, and there's some really great restaurants and shopping. I mean, yeah. really, it's it's kind of the perfect day trip if you want to get out of the city for mm-hmm. a while. You can get there and back in a day, no problem. Yep, and really have a nice time. And so
0: I almost died on that bridge one time. Really, snowstorm, <laughs> oh, ice, <God>. skidding out, <laughs> Jesus. going awful. home for Thanksgiving, that is lost awful. control. Man, you just
1: painted a beautiful picture. You're I know. Come and come with a death story. Well, <laughs> My I survived.
0: God.
2: Yeah, so it ended we're, positively. We're, we're so happy yeah.
0: right now. I, I, no, it's one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> all right. I kind of accepted death at that point. Really? You're just kind of like, got to be It's a 50-foot bridge to the river, at least, and more than that, probably. probably. And there's the, the guardrails oh, sure. are not high whatsoever. No, they're not. And they're, they're pretty low on that one. Our, it was just snowy and icy and hit a slick spot. I'm like, I had no control. and I had lit- oh, fuck I was that. with my, my friend Justin, who was the best man at my wedding, yeah, and we were heading home for Christmas or Thanksgiving, and I'm like, I literally came to grips that split second, I'm like, all right, life is over. Yeah. Wow. And I that last, the, the last feeling, second, like, I. It, like, was, yeah, it was. It's it was. Happening. It was very. It's very calming. You're like, I can't I've do anything. I've had similar this.
2: experience like that too. Yeah. Car, and you're just like, get, you could
0: control the car, and you're back on. Like, yeah. I, I, I thought like, well, we're gonna hop over this bridge and die. <laughs> like, Man, wow.
2: Yeah. What happened to your life calming experience? Oh, mine was when I was much younger. Ah. And oh. just being out and it's stupid, and then many yeah, of those stories, yeah. you know. You guys are mischievous. Well, we got a lot of there's a lot of play space yeah. out that way, you know. We yeah, running around. We grew, in. grew
0: up in more of a city area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: was, we
0: grew up in the woods. Was, yeah, we urban. ran around outside. It's a true. Urban. You it just uh, you tagged walls, dude. Really? You threw rocks through windows. I did not throw
1: a rock through a window.
0: You might I threw have threw
1: rocks, but I didn't throw. You them put through a, a
0: window. cop in the half Nelson. Um, That's true. Did you really? Yeah, because he tried to take my spray cake. Oh, there you go making all this up I'm not sure Anyways, true punk ass cop mm. anyways back to the oh, distillery yeah. back to Iowa so back, back to, back the, to, Iowa. <laughs> back to <laughs> Iowa
2: so what what we like the biggest I think we were talking about what we were making initially uh, yeah. we started out with vodka and gin and seasonally released cordials and when you start a distillery and you're not going to source anything like that was a big part of our philosophy from the get-go mm. is that we're only going to use locally sourced grain we're only working with farmers within 25 miles of our distillery. yeah. Oh, and wow. so everything we make is, like, hyper-unique to our area. So if you try That's to do cool. this somewhere else, it's going to taste different.
0: And as you mentioned, many of the distillers in the Midwest that um, your owners started the company with together, kind of learning together, they all kind of took that approach on about mm-hmm. using the ingredients around them, making yeah. it small batch, making it... Uh, with all their own product, too. It was about, well, let's do it on our own and not source anything out for a lot it's
2: of them. It's a
1: huge risk mm-hmm. to take.
2: It is. It is. <clears> it's <throat> a me. tough thing, I would imagine, to tell the bank, well, we're going to have a distillery, <laughs> but we're not going to sell any booze for at least four years. Is or that sell any whiskey for four years. Well, I mean, we they, they ex- did some, like, experimental okay. stuff at the beginning. But really, you know, once you get through that, like, two- and three-year mark, then you're really able to uh, crank out some decently aged juice and of course we're using smaller barrels as well yep all of our whiskeys go into 30 gallon barrels okay uh okay. number three char gotcha so really i mean once we hit that three four year range we're we're pretty good yeah. we've got it dialed in really at this That's point where your sweet spot is yeah, yeah. for yeah. your
1: intent and purposes exactly gotcha. for
2: what for what we are making so uh, our bourbon, for example, maybe we should start out with some bourbon here. Yeah, yeah, I love bourbon. This is Cody Road bourbon, and it is made from 70% corn, 20% wheat, 10% barley, and it's 90 proof. Nice. And this is a super, super buttery mm-hmm. bourbon. It's one of my favorites. So how did you get hooked up with all these guys? So it was kind of fortuitous. I hear that. What I was... Hear? interesting. Yeah, I I grew up in Moline, and I moved to Chicago in 2008. And so after they opened, I had started bartending in the Mm. city. And so I would go home periodically, obviously, see family and stuff. And then my parents would take me to the distillery, hang out. And then I just kind of followed them. And I would go to Benny's and buy, like, the original bottles that were, like, kind of wider, Like, these bottles are are pretty standard, like, kind of bar rail Mm -hmm. size bottles, but our original bottles were kind of like a a flattened Crown Royal bottle or, like, a Whistle Pig style bottle, if you will. So I used to just go and drink it anyway, and then I used to work right by Clark Street Ale House, and they had it, so then I was able to go over there and drink it, and then um, I followed their newsletter, and they needed a Chicago person, and where I was at with bartending, I was kind of, like, at a crossroads, like, well, am I going to there's only so many directions you can really go and this yep. opportunity came about and I'm like well hell yeah I'd love to <laughs> be a part of something that I'm already passionate about and I had met the guys a couple times they had seemed really cool and you know I the most attractive thing about this is just being able to work on a project like with some friends yeah and so it really feels kind of a little DIY but at the same time we're all working yeah. towards the same goal and where we just like making cool stuff and sharing it with people. And nice. so that's literally my whole job. Yeah. So what well, year awesome. was that then? Yeah. You this would have been, I'm in year three okay. right now. So this would have been like 2016, 17. 15, 16. Yeah, something like that. So yeah.
0: when you started with, obviously you had a passion for maybe for spirits or whiskey. Um, uh-huh. Bartending in general, was it mostly? a means of making a living or was it something you're actually passionate about it, too it
2: it was definitely more a means of making a living mm-hmm. i don't get me wrong i definitely enjoyed it yeah um i had a lot of fun i met my wife where i worked you know some of my That's best cool. friends are Very from cool. where i worked and then we're all still hanging out we s- still see each other and yeah um it, it we had a lot of fun there but as far as doing that you know, into my 40s or 50s or anything like right. that, that just did not seem attractive to me. And so yeah. I wanted to see, you know, some different avenues that I could take, and this one's been awesome so been far. Amazing. So, yeah.
0: What was about the initial um, expressions or the company in general from the distillery that you kind of wanted to work with them for a reason? Was it kind of being
2: from that area of the country? It, it was. That's definitely a big part of it. <clears throat> yeah. And then... Um, I'll have to admit there was like a little bit of a comeuppance I felt because I would tell people in the city where I'm from and then they oh, have yeah. a preconceived notion like, oh, you're from Iowa. You're from <laughs> the corn. And then there's like, you know, they just know, you know, they don't really know a whole lot about that no, area. Yeah, and so no, now no, I'm like, I'm able to pour yeah. them a glass of Cody Road and be like, uh, yep. Uh, yep. Yep. you know, <laughs> and we make some pretty cool stuff. No, yeah, definitely. And I hear you on yeah. that.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like for me, it was always about, Dressing differently than someone had a perception of Iowa, yeah. so like if to meet you and be like, "Oh, you're from Iowa," by the way you look, like you, there's no way, you know, or something like that. And for you're trying sure. to like, put on a front essentially, but like now it's about for me, it's kind of like representing where I'm from. Oh hell uh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Now I've I flaunt it. Yeah, it's awesome. Same here. Good for it. you. You yeah. should. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I agree. It's, I think it's, it's it's good juice. It's maybe like a quality company that. Yeah respects where they're from and represents like some of the best parts of this country too it's we forget about what happens in the middle sometimes even though we are in the middle here in chicago but we're kind of we're kind of uh levied into like the coastal the coastal states of you know california and new york and uh, miami those kind of cities that most people know outside of america what what, what cities we're known for um, which is great because we are an awesome international city but at the same time. We're in the heart of the country, too. We have for so sure. many
1: transplants here in Chicago, too. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Talking
0: to two guys right here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. me,
1: too. I mean, that's a prime example. But even a lot of our other guests that we've had, even friends of ours in the mm-hmm. industry now. Oh, for
2: sure. They're not all from Chicago. No, originally, yeah.
0: so. no it's a very uh, transplant city. It's yeah. a city that also welcomes people from all over true. the country and, and all true. over the world. Oh, yeah.
2: definitely. Yeah, we are a very open-armed
1: city. And sure. open arms to whiskey as well. Oh, yes. okay, I'm sure. Cheers. Cheers, cheers brothers. Cheers. I think.
2: Mmm.
0: Spicy and buttery, like you said. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, spicy. The first time I had your whiskey was at, Oops. what's the giant food and beverage show? Rest, is it restaurant at McCormick in the spring? Well, the NRA. NRA show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, gets mm-hmm. confused a mm-hmm. lot.
2: Yeah, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, you're going to be there, too? You're going to... like.
1: So you're going to mix in whiskey with yeah. that group
0: of people? Yeah, whiskey and guns, yeah. great. Yes, Absolutely, we are. <laughs> we are the cause for all the mass shootings in the world. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, lay off that. we'll lay off that point right now. Um, but no, the first time I had it in, um, it probably, at least it was the first time I remember having it, I guess, but I was, thought it was really delicious. Um, uh, Shane, right? It was uh, his, or uh, 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 God, who, no, who was, was, was it? Sean? Sean, was Sean, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, him and I were talking. And I did not know that, like, all these Midwest distilleries, like, started together. So, I didn't know that. That's cobalt- a cool story. I just yeah. learned that today. Oh, you just knew that today. Okay, yeah. So, I learned yeah. that back then. This was three, four years ago. Yeah. Um, that they had all kind of, like, basically developed their companies. Together, mm-hmm. um, came of the whole process of like Midwest distilling and all of that. So it's like
1: a small coh- cohort of, yeah. of yeah. Students. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
2: our, it's our yeah. little scene. Yeah, if you will.
0: And I was at Cobalt yeah. all the time and was talking. I'm like, oh, next time you're in town, like, oh, like come by because we had a, like a conversation. i like, come by the stiller, hang out. I was like, oh, I've done that a few times. So, you know, like us and Robert and Sonic kind of started at the <laughs> same time. Like, oh, really? I didn't know that. And then kind of yeah. de- I heard like the development, and the mm-hmm. the whole maturation process of those companies kind of developing into what they are today, which is awesome to see that those companies, a still exist. Yeah. Exactly. Making better juice from when they started developing mm-hmm. and kind of branching out each and every year. Um, to That's make what's so
1: great about our size. What do you mean? As individual distilleries at this table, yeah, and our friends and that are in the industry representing other dis- smaller distilleries, even from the Midwest. It's like we all make a straight bourbon, but it's
0: yeah, some way, some all some way, some way. Because Australia is in the well, Midwest.
1: You know, yeah, well, if you're in the <laughs> mid somewhere. I don't know what would you consider that what can we call
0: southeast (laughs) coast of Australia
1: you're way west how about that what would you say or east or east depending on where yeah hemispherical well said Sam hemispherical
0: (laughs) we are getting two direct flights to Brisbane uh, out of O'Hare soon (laughs)
2: looking forward to that you're welcome (laughs) I I agree it's it's been really fun to watch the evolution of how this the scene started and how it's grown and then how it's sort of integrated with other parts of the world, really the world at this point mm-hmm. with all these other craft distilleries and yeah. you know I was thinking about this the other day actually on how we're not that far away from prohibition being repealed no and so at that point you really only had a handful of companies yeah. that were doing this and then you know 70 80 years 80 later, says, 87 80 years since 87 our repeal it's it when God, we not no not at yeah, all it's a blink of the eye yeah that's that's hardly anything, and now just in that little chunk of time, you've just seen it, kind of sprawl and blossom, yeah. and there's all these unique expressions popping this up, true. and kind of like you were saying too, like nobody's really tastes exactly the same mm-hmm. either now, mm-hmm. so we're all doing different stuff. I mean, we're you know existing within the whiskey realm at least for for this session, but I mean,
1: and that speaks you know, and to piggyback off of that point, it's you know when you, we go back, because a lot of us. On our home bars or when we go out, we'll, we'll drink one of the the more, you know, uh, established distilleries, if you will, you know, from the boys from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But you have houses in Kentucky that make four or five brands, yep. you know. So essentially, do they all taste alike at all, do you guys think? Like if you take the Heaven Hill brand and you no. break it down. I
0: mean, I think the best way to describe how that, would you describe to answer that, that question, is, is the experience he just had last week. Um, Wilson True. and I were fortunate enough to sit in a master class with Eddie Russell oh, uh, awesome. at Fountainhead, yeah, and nice. was and cool. the most fascinating or kind of uh, I'm not sure how to even describe it, but yeah, it um, most opportunistic thing yeah, was that after the class, um, Wilson, myself, and Bob, who is the beverage director over at Fountainhead. And Eddie and I, 40 minutes, we probably sat down and had a conversation together, just us four. And you can't really have those living legend conversations too much. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, But he even talked about how while Turkey was known for so much difference between the rest of the distilleries in Kentucky. It was no more for their harshness and wasn't necessarily true. And he even touched on how he didn't really like a part of the whiskeys in certain eras mm-hmm. um, and really refined the taste when he kind of became the master distiller, the lead of the company um, from a Wild Turkey standpoint, not necessarily from the people who actually own the company above them, but it seems like they're pretty let loose and do what they want to yeah, yeah. do. But he, oh, he, he talked about how, um, yeah, before that then too, the other companies own them. But he talked a lot about how uh, there's distinctive taste between each individual company, and how his his father and Booker um, and the Samuels family had those conversations Maker, together, yeah, and, um, and about how the individual spirits were together, and it was those three families that started the whole craft movement or small batch movement, if yeah. you will. Um, what we've done with our companies across the world is that we piggyback off of that and created invested in ourselves as small batch companies right. and not being owned by an overall uh, head or not being a part of a larger distillery but we're just based upon ourselves making spirits that we find unique tasting and hopefully that the rest of the world enjoys we do
1: and that's mm-hmm. the intent behind each of our distilleries founding you know members or you know principals but more and more you read about us getting bought out Yeah, you know, that is a um, becoming excellent. part of the larger picture so to speak so yeah. you're what you thought for your own distillery, the big picture was to be X, Y, Z. Yeah. But here comes, in this case, wh- who was it that just bought out uh, the Texas distillery? Um,
0: uh, I'm not sure. Was it, was
2: uh,
1: it Pernod? Yeah, Pernod, I think, just was bought it? out that Texas distillery. Um, uh, I, I apologize. It's, yeah. it's It's It's, it's uh, escaping my mind right now. But anyways, they were doing just fine by themselves. Yeah. But Maybe. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Never really know from the outside. No, yeah. of course
1: not. But just from taste and all that, you should, you know, you, you, that's the assumption. You make good stuff, you're right. soon going to get bought out. That's the oh, whole yeah. thing. I mean, now there are some guys out there that are in it for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And there are some guys that are not necessarily, no, not at all. We, we want to be independent. We want to be part mm, of this community. Mm-hmm. We want to put, you know, out what we, th- our intention you know, behind our spirits and so on and so forth. But then this offer comes across. You're like, holy shit! You mean you're gonna buy me out? But I can still do what I want to do and set out
0: to do. That's what. That's what we do. I mean, uh, no, honestly, at Star Wars, that's what we are. We're owned by a much larger company that invested into us, but we have full you have range. Full
1: autonomy yeah, of exactly. That you do. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and um, that's very cool. Yeah,
2: you know, but you still have the umbrella of the other company but and you, then you have yeah, yeah. resources have, it's, the, it's the resources yeah. I mean, yeah. and then it's so about like
0: it, will you eventually become a part of that line of spirits if you will like so like right. now so you like,
1: become a much larger portfolio yeah
0: and the portfolio like you'll go to just you'll go to like a big whiskey show and they'll they'll have like a whole giant bar display of their products Our their investment into us is Will you eventually become a part of that? If you do well, you know that's yeah. kind of where they see you. That at, at the time you're just your individual company, essentially, with the investment into you. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into all that because I don't know the ins and outs of it. But yeah, there's a lot. I'm sure. A lot of details, something. but um, sure. I would speak more. I, I would. Just, I would honestly speak more about it if I if I didn't know it, but it's not my place. It's a
1: neither is mine. I was just yeah, the It's a Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's an observation that I'm just seeing more and more. Yeah. You know, I, I think happening.
0: If, I like you said, talk about the autonomy of that, if you are allowed to have that, I think it's great. Um, what we've been focusing so much on lately in conversations too is about the buyers out who are actually purchasing your product who are just looking for who aren't purchasing your products they're looking for more of that reserve cost. Yeah. And I had a conversation with a manager of a store of a big chain the other night at a bar and it was interesting to hear them say so they actually track the ordering process, the buying process of individual buyers if they have a card to that store because they can see all their, the their purchases over yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. And so if they're just buying all the reserve stuff, all the antique stuff, anything that's rare to come in, they don't sell it to them because they can check their purchases. But yeah. if like, you come in, like, you're buying, you know, beer, you're buying, like, a $40 bottle here, bottle here, a $60 bottle here, and, like, and then, like you store, know, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's the, we're going to let you have those purchases, um, which is interesting because so much of what we've been talking about lately is that we get overlooked by those buyers who are always looking for the rare thing, the expensive, yeah. the age, um, the ABV on everything because we don't always have that on our bottles, on our labels. No.
2: And that's... Well, and the other thing too that I've, i find challenging is to uh, educate people that that's not oh, yeah. really what we're trying to do yeah i mean that's cool that that's your yeah. thing and that's what you like and those whiskeys are definitely delicious yeah. and i oh, love yeah. drinking them as well yeah but this is this is kind of something else mm-hmm. like you're it seems like there are those people whose perceptions are kind of very much wrapped around you know like age statement and -hmm. the perceived prestige of a particular brand over another. And then that's like their whole world as far as whiskey goes. Whereas like us, we have the new stuff we're the new people out, we have the new flavors, new everything. And so we're kind of, we're in in the process of building some sort of like brand following. Mm -hmm. Correct. Like some of these other
0: places. We're in the hope to be there. I mean, we're not trying to knock off anybody. We're not trying to, I am. Oh, you are. <laughs>
1: I don't know about you, but got, I am. He's
0: got his sights. <laughs> he's ready to go. We're right in there, anchored in. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, it's, I think it's interesting <laughs> over the last month of like how um, Facebook and all these other social media sites have closed down those. Um, oh, second party.
1: Second, or yeah, yeah, secondary second market, markets. Secondary markets.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To be able to sell, trade, and buy off of there because if they don't have... Social media to do that, then it's all going to be through a contact list or an email chain, mm-hmm. which probably isn't as easy, to, inaccessible to operate. Because um, I mean, some of those groups were like fifty thousand people, yep, and they were gone in a day, mm-hmm. essentially. And they'll find their way to you know sell bottles by code names and oh, things absolutely. like that. Oh, for sure. But
2: yeah.
0: at the same time, I think it's a nice little opportunity for us to come in here and, um, and it's kind of I was talking about with that um, store manager is. opportunity for ourselves to always be out there um, being the spotlight of tastings and demos and educating people because it is such a huge process about there's a reason why this is only 3-4 to years it's not because we don't have the time to age it it's because we feel like that's the sweet spot for it Mm -hmm. and is that kind of where
2: yeah that's exactly where we're at this is where we're dialed in and even like our barreling process when we put distillate into the barrel we're not putting in really high octane like our stuff goes in at like 110
0: okay oh, yeah. and
2: so it's a little on the lower end yeah. as far as proof same proof as ours. Wise, but we like we like having that like tiny little bit of extra water in there to kind of help pull some of that extra sugar out of the wood mm-hmm. yeah. and then that's we that's a conscious decision like we want our we want to incorporate those flavors right. into what we're presenting to the market absolutely so. yeah I, that's what, and that's what i love about you know, our distilleries was
1: like, we have an actual intent behind yeah. what we offer everyone to try and hopefully take home and buy. Um, it's like what Brett said last night, you know, tryers are buyers, man. So, yeah. you know, and that's just, you know, last week, I should say. Um, and that's what I love about when we get to see each other and hang out with one another and try each other's stuff because you can taste the differences. And it's mm-hmm. that's what's so cool about mm-hmm. it. Um, the next guy up is one of my favorites, actually. Um, yes. This is, I remember, actually, I traded <laughs> Sam um, when I immediately tried it at, uh, it was rye night at Delilah's. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. <clears throat> and as soon as it was over, I was like, ran over there. I'm like, I'll trade you for whatever you got in that rye. And I think I, the bottle is like maybe not even a half, maybe below half. I'm like, I don't care.
0: <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> it's the first <laughs> bottle I traded for, too. Back is three, it really? Four years serious? Ago, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's man. awesome. Yeah.
2: This one's my, I, I always tell people this is my favorite. And this is all Illinois grain too. Nice. Uh, this is uh, 95% rye, yeah. 5 malt, 80 proof. And what's really unique about this rye is that I I love rye whiskeys across the board. Mm-hmm. That's kind of one of my go-to styles. Um, but a lot of them are pretty harsh. Yep. And yep. they can have a big bite to it they will kind of turn your mouth into a desert a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <the> <laughs> describing it? This one way, yeah. does not do that. You still get all that spice mm-hmm. up front. You're going to get, you know, a little bit of bite, not a lot. You're going to get a little clove in there. Mm. Very elegant finish. I mean, it's, it's an incredibly approachable yeah. rye whiskey. I do get the clove
0: for sure.
1: Just those really deep, sharp baking spices. Yeah. That might open up a little bit. So,
0: as a company being from Iowa, and the only distillation that people knew from Iowa is Templeton, basically until very recently, yeah. with you and Cedar Ridge and some other distilleries now opening up, um, foundry that will probably make some waves here soon in Des Moines because of Tom Bush. Um, yeah. Were people skeptical to try your rise, or were they more the opposite way of like, hey, I like rye whiskey because that state drinks rye whiskey?
2: we we it has been a very interesting thing to observe when i do present it and people you know have the preconceived notion of templeton mm-hmm. like associating that with iowa and then they you know talk about how big fan they are of, of templeton and then i present this to them and then they're usually pretty receptive to it it doesn't yeah. um, i don't think it i don't think the body of our rye whiskey is quite as big
0: no it's not spicy. as spicy is templeton
2: um which i i personally like um yep but it is it is kind of funny that that is people's <laughs> first like go to thing they yeah. they think Templeton they but think then yeah. they're they built somewhere yeah mm-hmm. exactly but then when they do try Cody Road they definitely it sticks with them mm-hmm. i know that they remember it and then i do have people you know when we all do demos and mm-hmm. you know whiskey festivals and stuff people do come back up to me nice. you know you do a podcast with people, they tell you that they love you, right? It's awesome. <laughs> Not this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it
0: is. I, mean, I, I haven't had it in a, in a bit, but it's, the, it's it's soothing and elegant yeah, with yeah, those like, those clove tastes to it. Yeah. The spice is light and balanced, though, mm-hmm. and so tasty to actually have where you think, like, oh, this is a delicious Manhattan to have right mm-hmm. here. Yeah. This is awesome oh, yeah. just to drink of by itself. Um, have maybe a little bit like caramel or chocolate with it too. Definitely the pairing with it's um, it's it's. I, I
2: have a three Musketeers with this immediately. Oh a yeah, three I was Musketeers, thinking, uh, Reese's too. Ooh. We're, we're yeah. a peanut butter cup house, so we uh, yeah, those are constantly oh, Dude, i want to try that. Dude, it's awesome. That is not
1: tasty. Oh, Lindsay also asked me to tell you thank you so very much for the upteenth time for her bottle of
2: Aww. honey. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. so glad you guys like oh it. Oh, my gosh. I haven't have had that yet. Oh, I, didn't know you, I
0: didn't know you guys delicious. even made that until you brought it up the other day. So when, uh,
1: so when we do whiskey festivals, you know. Yeah. Sam sees me. He immediately comes down with with you know a sip of it for me, and then he follows it up with the rye for me. And it's Explain like, what it is. Oh my god! So, actually, Sam, you can <laughs> okay, speak. yeah, we'll we'll doing more just, more so, just, I'm just
2: speaking as a fan. Well, well, I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. So, uh, like I, I mentioned earlier, we do offer a, a season, We offer seasonal releases of yep. different spirits and mm-hmm. one offs and things. And so, our our Cody Road Honey is actually something that was birthed in that program. Mm. And then due to popularity, we decided to move it into the Cody Road family. Uh, when we originally released it, it was called Queen Bee Honey Whiskey. Oh, wow. And so what we had started doing was uh, working with the honey producer in Preston, Iowa. It's about 30 miles from our distillery. And then we just started bringing in raw honey and then mixing it with our bourbon. Nice. And then letting that sit for about a week. And then, you know, after that, you got to skim off the top and then mm-hmm. filter out as much as you can all the bottles still have a little sediment at the bottom and that's that's actually been a really fun thing to show people when it's i really demo cool it out, yeah. because i'll just draw attention right to that and then they're like oh and then they start thinking about some of these other honey brands yeah where you don't see that no right. and then they start kind of connecting some dots and then they they try our honey whiskey and like wow, yeah, this tastes like there's there's just honey in here, and yeah. and that's really all it is. It's just our bourbon, local honey. Um, you won't sucked. see the word liqueur written on the no. bottle okay. anywhere because since we're just adding honey, that does not push us over into the cordial. Yeah, category. what's the ABV on it? Uh, it's bottled at 70 oh, or okay. 70 proof. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. 35 percent.
0: Yeah, because yeah, uh, liqueur is more around the 20 percent. Li- yeah, so makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, you
1: can't call it whiskey either because it's under the 80. So yeah,
2: it's uh, it's according to the TTB, it's labeled as a honey flavored whiskey. Correct, mm. right, in, instead of like a whiskey with honey liqueur or honey flavoring or whatever. The good old TTB. Yes, good old TTB, we keeping, us in, oh, keeping yeah. us in line. Keeping us
1: in line. Yeah, since <laughs> since
0: 1933. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How has the um. Uh, one thing I'm impressed by the distillery is that it's um, very revolutionary in the point of like how many women you have worked there. Um, I think mm-hmm. the balance between uh, yeah, of yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 definitely What's up, cat? yeah she's we were, we had like started the podcast just before you guys, they came um, what was that for what, for what whiskey week, whiskey week yeah yeah yeah, whiskies, yeah and we yeah. told and like she's like oh we have to come on I'm like yeah and I was like I want to have like a more female listener uh, viewer or uh, Guess, if you will. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, and then also someone who... There's not a lot of distillers in this world that are women. So it's very unique mm-hmm. to that sense, too. But I think it's really cool to see how like your company has grown out of that and it's oh, changed yeah. over time. Especially when people think of like, Iowa, they don't always necessarily think of being a very open-minded place. For Although, sure. it was very one of the very, well, very worst states to actually have um, gay marriage. I, was, uh, yeah. I
2: appreciate you bringing that up. I was yes. I was
0: in college, and as a journalism yeah. major, I was covering that on a daily oh, basis awesome. for our magazine, our website in college, and doing Hell that yeah. every day. I skipped so much school, but all my professors were like, <laughs> hey, you're doing something better than going to class right now, so we just keep going with it. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a very progressive nice. state when it comes to all that, um, and also a progressive company, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, CAT really is just been a perfect fit with mm. the company and i mean really she it, between her myself um mm. there's ryan garrett and sean and that's really like the that's company it. that's the the that's whole full time yeah. i mean we we have an amazing you know front of house staff yeah. in our bar and retail area as well and we, and of course like people that come in and bottle mm. as well i mean we, we won't be able to do it without them is your bottling all in-house mm-hmm. yeah. it's all all hand bottled uh hand numbered everything Ooh yeah there's a there's there's always stuff going on inside the distillery do you guys do the uh volunteer list i was like hey who wants to come in
1: and bottle and then we'll give you lunch or whatever yeah
2: yeah that's really how it gets done like we have we do have a core group of people that come in more regularly than others but it's a really fun time i mean you're you're if you want to sign up come in for a couple hours i mean it's it It can be a fun thing to do, like, with a group of friends or, you know, like, uh, company outings and stuff like that, too. And, you know, you really get to have more of a personal connection to what you're seeing on shelves and stuff. You can't replicate that. If if
0: you're in the LeClaire, Iowa space, you know, region, if that... You can get there i would do that someone who misses distillery on a day-to-day basis take I it from agree. me Dang um it. yeah i work for a distillery that's in australia so yeah. i don't get there very much <laughs> yeah um versus where i was at that distillery for three and a half years every single day and you walk in there you have those conversations you have those smells yeah. you see the machines producing what you're mm-hmm. going to drink in a couple of years it and
1: invigorated those
0: b- you Oh, absolutely oh, for sure yeah. yeah and you see those barrels that like are kind of getting Just beyond those marks of like the standard years where you start to bottle it and you're like, oh, yeah. that's a four-year-old barrel. That's a uh-huh. five-year-old barrel. i start that, to see the coloration yeah. difference yeah, between definitely. the yeah. stuff. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's like you're doing a tour and you're like, well, that's going to turn six in like about like two months. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and you're on another tour like a couple weeks later. And like that's going to turn six in about five days. And like, oh, yeah. and then you're yeah. on that tour and like that bo- that barrel's our oldest barrel we have. That's six years old. And i like, be able to mm-hmm. talk about the process and really bring out the romanticism of it all. Um, it's special. So if you can actually go there and be a part of it for a day or two and for sure uh, like just call sam yeah just call sam yeah hit me (laughs) up (laughs) 515 something yeah
1: how often (laughs) you get to go back to the distillery sam
2: um i'm usually back there maybe once a month i was actually just there yesterday taking some brewers to pick up some barrels nice for upcoming forbidden root collaboration um, Those are cool guys at for Bread and Merit. Oh, I yeah. love they them. Do yeah. really they do some really good fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they do great beers, and the, the beer, food there is awesome. Oh, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, good,
0: yeah. Talk, uh, bringing back to where you were off, Mike, I think they might have been the people that had the Accord sometimes that brought the Honda Accord oh, to get barrels really? from Cobalt. Oh, I, I think it might have been them. I can't remember. I don't know if it was either them or Saul and Moth. I can't, between one of the two, so it, was, it was one oh, of them. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, there was a... Some brewery, can't remember which one, used to bring in a Honda Accord to pick up barrels. Even, even though they're only thirty gallons, uh,
2: yeah.
0: back they in the day, t- it's still, it's a tight squeeze. They're bulky, yeah. you know,
2: Especially for a, a Honda.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure.
2: That's a lot of cabin <laughs> space for right any
0: small car. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they, I
1: mean, because they. They they kind of get fat, you know. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. yeah. They get yeah. pretty fat.
0: No, yeah, definitely. If it's a little hot in there. Might, oh. exp- might expand a little yeah. bit even more. May pop
1: a bong, you never know. Yeah, you pop might
0: pop a bong. Yeah. Pop a bong every day. What? what? <laughs> Dude, <I> such <just, laughs> the
1: fuck.
0: Um, Sassy. Um, are you guys gonna stick with the thirty gallon barrels for now? Is there for the foreseeable yeah, future? For are sure. you experimenting with anything larger?
2: Um, the only time we've used larger barrels is for just different finishing okay. purposes. Oh, okay. So like, like actually for this, like four Kings project that yeah, we do, good that. Um,
0: for sure. That's a great thing to talk about. It represents like the conversation in whole where yeah. we're we talking about, um, distillers kind of coming together, building together.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And so we will, we'll use uh, 53 gallon barrels. One of these four Kings, uh, one of the larger barrels we had was a Sauvignon Blanc barrel. And then we also had a tequila barrel. So kind of like a, you know, different finishes on those two things. Did you drive a Honda to Mexico to pick that up? I I did not. (laughs) Unfortunately. Somebody did. You Uh, drove a Prius, right? I drove a Prius, yeah. Someone drove something. We just strapped it to the top and... (laughs) And
0: Andale. They didn't say anything. Wait, which year was
2: uh, finished in tequila? Uh, The 18. Oh, okay. Sauvignon Blanc and tequila. And then 2019 was finished in Portuguese brandy. Is that that coming from few? Because they have uh, a lot of Portuguese and Spanish barrels
0: there, right? Really? Oh, yeah. It, it could have been. Maybe I shouldn't mean... be saying that.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, they're, they're one of the Four Kings, so it, yeah, it yeah, four there kings. is a direct I mean, connection there. They have, uh,
0: they have some fun barrels, I'll put talk, it that way.
2: Talk a little yeah. bit
1: more for those who are listening yeah, about the Four yeah, Kings yeah. program. Yeah.
2: So this is um, kind of the brainchild between the four distilleries and then uh, Benny's, more or less, hmm. where... Uh, there was a conversation had after one of the world of Whiskies, mm. and they were talking about, you know, this kind of also harkens back to what the way we kind of forecast things is also looking at craft beer a little mm-hmm. bit and seeing the potential for people's palates to mm. expand and evolve and all of that. And so looking at craft beer, breweries are also doing collaborations with each other all the time, yep. and you don't really see that with craft distilleries as of yet. So this is one of the, at least one of the first installments on this scale that I've ever experienced. Yeah. And so the project, uh, once a year, each distillery will submit a whiskey and that is pre-planned out. That's determined who's going to submit what and what what the blend is going to be. And then we throw that into a different finishing barrel. Hmm. So uh, this most recent one, I believe was Uh, everybody's rye. Yeah. And then... That was fucking it's yeah. yeah. Actually, let's get into this. Game. Yeah, yeah let's, let's
1: get into it. Yeah. Yeah. On I a side note... It's for you, Matt um, McLean. <laughs> I don't know who sent it down, but there's a, a YouTube channel called Whiskey uh, Tribe. Okay. Uh, two guys out of
2: Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Video. yeah. And Those they guys reviewed. were awesome. Yeah, they're hilarious. Oh, they
0: came to Cobalt they back did? in the day. Did they really? Are you serious? Yeah, it, they were hilarious. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they are
2: super cool. The
1: one dude is a whiskey, call it equivalent to a Cicerone. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the other guy Mooch is f- <laughs> Mooch. Yeah, he's just a Mooch. He's hilarious. Yeah, right they uh... He's just like you can tell he he should be like a professor of some sort. Oh, for sure. You know, but Oh, he's I would just take like, his philosophy oh, class for sure. Oh, for sure, yeah, cuz he was just throwing some shit. But they actually reviewed someone I don't know who sent him, but whoever sent it to them uh, hey, kudos, man! Fucking good job because that I think will just bring a lot more attention to the Midwest when it comes. I mm-hmm. mean, Texas being Texas mm-hmm. and whatnot. What
0: I would love to do, not My just a fan God, of this whiskey, dude. but a fan of all distilleries on the front, is if every representative is going to be at Indie Spirits next month, I agree. is to do a little uh, podcast with uh, somebody from each company. And yeah, hang that out that'll together be fun. That distillery, yeah. they're out yeah. of
1: uh, Indy, Tennessee. Uh, Indiana. Oh, Tennessee, Tennessee. Sorry, yeah. uh, Northern Tennessee. We have Few Spirits, a uh, Evanston-based distillery. Yep. Um, we have journeyman over at uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. and of course we have Sam's home and um, second home on you know Mississippi River um, Distilling Co. I mean, outstanding.
0: Yeah, and this then, is. I love and then, uh, this. Let this
1: me is ask my you this because so this funny. was actually what was um, of the two of the two hosts of of, um, of that mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. He's like, whoever's doing the blending is a fucking That's, master. Yeah,
0: I first of all wondered who does the blending of it all. Yeah. That would
2: that would be Garrett. Was oh, it? No shit. Yeah. Wow. So everything gets blended at our facility. So everybody sends. Oops. Everybody <laughs> sends barrels. And then they they get dirty. blended together wow. and then put into the finishing barrels and then we keep yeah. track of it and keep an eye on it. Oh, I love this. So I mean, much. It, it helps to have you know so other tasty. delicious whiskeys you know sent in too. Yeah. but uh, that Absolutely. is definitely when he. I I know what comment you're talking about. You and I that? Think, okay. I think I texted Garrett at that point. He okay, was like, "Do you good. know what you just
1: said about you?" Like, yeah. you yeah, yeah, I mean, because I, I like, got really hyped up.
2: Yeah, it was I'm like, it was I know awesome. Those guys. Yeah, <laughs> but and and he had a really cool way of explaining it too, as like a producer on a record. Like some producers, mm-hmm. when they put out music, you can kind of hear their signature. I believe yeah. is the way he okay. he explained it on different you yeah. know, through different artists, and I mean it. Hmm. You pick that up with these blends for yeah. sure. I tell you what, this is by far
1: my favorite. 4Ks.
0: So
2: we had the nineteen.
0: Yeah, that is
2: the, the nineteen, 19. Oh, yeah, and that's then we what, do the. As soon
1: as I next. had it during Whiskey Week at yeah. Lila's.
0: I remember... I, I it's bought it. Yeah, and that was one of those days where you're drinking whiskey all day. All day. But this and this is just, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And
1: <laughs> having two tree high <laughs> lives. If, if, if not later. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it just stood uh, yeah, out. Yeah, it did out. Uh, yeah, man. It just
1: stood out. And then when you have it again, I'm like, nope, that's exactly how I remember it
2: tasting. Yep. So this collaboration
0: just, will last for the foreseeable future? Uh,
2: foreseeable future. I yeah. know we have the next two... Really? Wow. Iterations planned out, I believe.
0: So what do you think is going to be in 2020 to finish?
2: I know I know. at some point. Um, if he can speak on yeah. it, can you speak no, on, speak speak on it? it? No, speak on it. do We're breaking I know, news here. I know things <laughs> things aren't uh, totally finalized yeah, okay. yet, but I know um, just hearing things here and there, I know a single malt yeah. collection of single malts is going to be a thing oh, at some cool. point.
0: Yeah, Matt pointed out when I was up there in February that the certain barrel is going for the four king selection, So Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I know single malt's probably going to be the next thing, and then there might be some kind of, like, um, peated element to that oh, too nice. at some point. I so.
0: mean, what if we got a Australian Shiraz barrel with some single malt finish in there? I'm listening. And then we brought that barrel from Australia... After three to four years of maturation and put some uh, Midwestern whiskey in there. Just make sure you park the
1: Accord (laughs) on on the southwest corner of my distillery. Right. Where I can then load up a bourbon barrel, a reused bourbon barrel that I have my single malt in that's been going on i think maybe 3 maybe four, year number 4 now mm. and then mm-hmm. we can bring that up the mississippi well yeah. i mean if you on really a, want on a queen to, you, aged you know at river. yeah the yeah, yeah. chat yeah. river yeah right well, yeah. tell me is yeah. that there's not fucking cool you see? you see you from distillery you're adding a national distillery from a i mean i'm telling you man we're
2: bringing bring the world together we we actually did that with united
1: colors of fucking whiskey
2: Hey, we all we all stem right? from. We Remember all, we
1: all stem from Britain. We can wear swatches. We all and shit? stem from Britain, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude.
2: <laughs> no, that's what uh, I see your outfits you now. Got, you see it? You yeah.
0: see it right oh, now? I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I had someone trying right. to tell me that we were still part of. We were still paying taxes to the Queen in England. I'm like, no, we had a fucking war called the Revolutionary War, <laughs> yeah. but we don't do that. Like, yeah, because Australia and it Canada. It all that. Yeah, yeah, and like all these other countries that didn't have a Revolutionary War, as well as leading somewhere, <laughs> but it was like I'm like no. There was a whole thing about why we don't pay taxes to the Queen anymore. Yeah, Canada does because they never had this war called the Revolutionary right. War. Um, but yeah, we did a collaboration with a uh, New York Distilling and Westward. Oh, where nice. We all sent our new mix. Well, we sent our new make and Westward sent the new make uh, to New York Distilling Company. Then we distilled okay. it again um, in New York Distilling. And then we So built, it was
2: distilled in yeah. Australia first and then no, so, uh, actually no, another distillation was, no, in New York?
0: So it was, was Westward's uh, new make. Okay. And they put it through a second run of distill in Westward. Okay. No, at New York Distilling. And then we brought one of our APRA barrels over, oh, which is an Australian sherry okay. that we aged three, four years in right. um, with our single malt. Send the barrel over there. So then that um, off the still from Westward to New York Distilling, then into a Star Wars barrel. Yeah. Dude. So it's aging right now. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I, I hope
2: I get a chance to taste that. Yeah. It's only possible. 27
0: gallons of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Lord yeah. Lord. Yeah. Um, which will be hopefully, I don't know how long we're going to age it for. It's just sitting in New York right now in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm always like, where can we do that again? Like in the Midwest with like all these distilleries oh, that sure. I have like connections to, you know, or we all do because we all see each other all the time. We're like yeah. bringing the world together because we're all making whiskey. We're all mm-hmm. making good whiskey. Just do fun things, fun projects like that where we yeah. can see how the world expands
2: and bring it all together, and it's just like the Internet. <laughs> Dude, I'm into it. That sounds amazing. And, I, I mean, did. that's one of the most fun things about yeah. being in in this field is just being able to collaborate with yeah. people, and you have all these different you know, flavors and aromas to play with, different processes. It's awesome.
0: Well, I mean so much what we talked about already is that, all these distilleries kind of started at the same time in the Midwest. That the bubble wasn't an accident. People were getting right. into it at the same time. But everybody's spirit is unique. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started drinking Cobalt because of their rye. I started yeah. drinking your spirits because of their rye. But not because of the same taste. They're way way different. They're all exactly. smooth. They're both elegant. They're both nice um, and easy to drink. But the flavor profiles are completely different. And even if you're growing up together, learning together, and educating yourselves um, based on the same... In a way, distillation process. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own unique taste to their individual spirits. I mean, like Wilson's Riot Union Horse. Wilson's back at the table. Um, I'm not sure where he went, but he's back. I the restroom. Sorry. Oh, that was fast.
1: Uh, I had to go. Did you wash your hands? Yes, all the time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Those
0: um, are vicious. Yeah, but his right, his, his their their ride, Union Horse is so much more spicier than like the two rides um, we just spoke about, but. Well, it,
1: have it's higher proof, too. It is
0: higher proof, for sure. I mean, what, 112? <clears throat>
1: um, the barrel strength comes in at 112 at 100% rye, and then the straight rye comes in at about 93, 94. And okay, that's at so
0: yeah, instead rye. of 80s, that, that's a lot higher proof yeah. on that. But Not it higher. doesn't drink that way at 93, no. no. no the 112, pay. you feel it, but it's still, I mean, the flavors are so great. It, yeah. I don't know if smooth is the best way to describe it, but just like... Palette enriching is it's, more it's a meal yeah oh yeah that's a great way to say it. yeah i mean it's even having it the other day when we were outside and it was almost 90 degrees it still was, at like yeah. 5 p.m yeah 6 p.m oh, or maybe still. later maybe later than that later than i just that. remember we're like we're like oh yeah but but you but you still like it you're like yeah that was great but filling at the same time so a meal is a great way to describe yeah, it a meal yeah. was for sure so um, in the 2018 release yeah, of the Four so Kings, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's let's get get into into that. Also, I did not know that Benny's was the catalyst behind all of that.
2: It was a, it was definitely, yeah, one of the driving factors in okay. this too. Because okay. when you when you think about a project like this, you, it definitely helps to have some sort of home in yeah. mind for it. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, you should say in yeah. so many words. Yeah, so. I agree. Yeah. So this one, is. I believe... How <laughs> <laughs> I
0: that throw a whiskey into a barrel? I brick believe wall. this
2: one is a four-grain, and then everybody submitted a different okay. spirit blended together. For, like, everyone's variation of a four-grain? Yeah, grain? yeah, yeah okay. it was,
0: yeah. I am in 2018, yeah.
2: And then it went into Sauvignon Blanc barrels and then tequila barrels. Do you know
0: how you choose the barrel, the finishing?
2: I don't, huh. actually i i believe it's
1: let's call garrett
2: yeah, yeah we call say, garrett yeah. we call ryan i think i really i think the guys just kind of talk about it like what might be cool okay and then yeah, and then also we're at the mercy of what's available yeah as well like yeah what absolutely we can get. so we you talk know, about we, that
0: all the time where it's yeah. like barrels have gotten out of control and prices mm-hmm. absolutely
2: yeah and that's I, a large part of that's to beer, too, because everybody wants, you know, as I'm sure you guys have with your distilleries as well, you have people, you have a line out the door of breweries wanting your barrels. Oh, yeah. And they're like, no, we want to collaborate with you. We want to do.
1: Yeah, we have a rye barrel at uh, Fat Rice. That they're aging their home in-house made for net in. Oh,
2: that's oh dope. nice, yeah. nice. Wow, I can't wait yeah, to try that. I know Ooh. me too. I'm yeah, really you're gonna need to about
0: bring that. a bottle of that to the table yeah. sometime. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, no, it it's. It, it, I even had a, a brewery that I used to do work with when I was at Cobalt. We ran each other. Um, their rep and I ran each other the other day. He's like, "Hey, I need more gin barrels." I'm like, "I don't work there anymore." <laughs> <laughs> wrong guy. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah. R- wrong, wrong guy. It's been a year.
1: Uh, I'm not there anymore, yeah. my guy. All right? But yeah. I
0: agree those gin barrels are delicious. For the beer that you make with it, fantastic.
1: The that came out of those b- b-
0: oh my gosh. Oh that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean not it was a it was a two, delicious. three I mean mostly on average, two year old rye. Throw in yeah. some barrel gin there for three yeah. months. I mean, those barrels were the nose on them was yeah. fantastic. And oh, even the awesome. Ford
1: grain that Sam just pays uh just poured us, yeah um the guy uh did a uh, aged day uh Barley wine, yeah. and the four
0: grain. The four grain from Koval, yeah, and that was very delicious. As so well. one, so of the last barrels I sold there was uh, to our friends down the road. There you go, my friend. <laughs> Shocker, right?
1: Shocker.
2: Oh, excuse me. This is not four grain. This is everybody's bourbon. Oh, it's oh, I thought what, oh. Bourbon. Thought oh, it was, okay. Was
1: the four?
0: Was the four grain seventeen? Four, four grain was seventeen. Yeah, because yeah, that, that would was, the
2: wheat from mm-hmm.
0: um, Journeyman, That's and right. then I'm a, I i do not remember the other. I remember the wheat conversation about
2: that, yeah. Yeah, I believe it was Journeyman's Wheat. It was our bourbon. It was Fuse Rye. And then there was a single malt from... Corsair? Corsair, yeah. yeah.
0: Which I'm surprised it wasn't their rye, because yeah. they're known for their rye.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, I
1: don't remember this tasting this one. Ooh. The 19 I remember, like, it's yesterday. It's an- amazing yeah. about
0: how much that white wine comes off of yeah. it. Oh, though. totally. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even on the nose, you get that buttery oaky yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's just kind of like that other layer of butter underneath yeah. it oh that's nice well, how
0: long are the finishes yeah, usually
2: uh, about a year oh wow really yeah. wow that's a yeah. great oh, wow. finish that's a great oh, that's finish awesome. yeah like. we yeah. we have to plan this at least like what like i was saying like yeah. we kind of have the next two years planned nice. out so we have to kind of go that far ahead just so, give it ample so jake time. you and i are on in 21 22 <laughs> maybe 23 I, I already
0: have a deal brokered <laughs> when you're in the bathroom
1: Damn it. <laughs>
2: Shouldn't, Shouldn't have got that. up, bro. You had have to
0: have. go, man. Hold your ear and hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, what I always like a lot about these 4King projects is that it just shows a different side of the industry. We talk about how we all build up together, we all yeah, live together, and we earn together when one bottle is sold of craft spirits. We're mm-hmm. all growing together. This is a real demonstration of that because it's not just... It's Midwest, yes, but it's also many different pockets of the Midwest, too. Um, being compelled to somebody who's from the Midwest, who work, who lives in the Midwest now, after only leaving one year of its life and you know, get to travel and see their parts of the world... It is a different part of it, a different experience when you go to Chicago versus New York. You're like, oh, yeah, Chicago's like a small, New York no, Chicago's way different. Chicago is a just, different thing. It's, a yeah. Fucking yeah. it's a totally we, different we, thing. We say, excuse me. We, we, we are, we're polite to each other. We want to have yeah. conversations with yeah. each other. Not saying New York doesn't have that at, at all because it does in certain pockets, but when we can actually come together and see these kind of projects happening –
2: Mm-hmm. It represents
0: what this whole ideal about is in the middle part of the country. Many many people forget about, mm. and oh, for sure. hopefully more companies like Union Horse can also grow and distill out of that too, yeah. if you will. Hopefully <laughs> so. Uh, hopefully so. Yeah, it's it's a but it's a great project to have. It's something that we should all strive to be together because the breweries have that around here, and that was always one thing or one thing that. I, Whatever that was. Sorry, um, that was
1: my keg being loaded into um,
0: a cord. But working in the, working in local distilleries, it's the empty one, <laughs> You're returning it.
1: Yeah, it's returned. I'm returned sorry, yeah. So, yeah. it's
0: all empty. After Love I that blonde it. after I know it's after one hour of uh, podcasting. It's all empty. It's all yeah. empty. Um, sorry, but no, it is it is interesting to see how like the breweries here locally. Um, they they truly do grow together. They truly do collaborate. Yeah,
1: they, I yeah. joke
0: with Kevin all the time so about friendly. my lo- my neighborhood brewery, Dry Hop. It's my favorite brewery, even though we record a podcast at Vagile International Recording. <laughs> <List as well. laughs> it's great too. Um, but those guys, when they do collaborations together, it's like, oh, it's my my good friend's brewery. Yeah. My neighborhood brewery. Yeah. Pouring beer together, hanging out together, mm-hmm. and selling it together, and promoting each other yeah. together. There's yep. always
1: a sentiment added to that yeah. attached oh, for sure. to those. Yeah. Such- yeah. Sam, in regards. So when you are in the market, um, seeing that we all at this table do the same thing, um,
0: I don't do shit. <laughs> this is true. We knew that.
1: Uh,
2: um, do you promote both
1: the Four Kings product and then your Cody Road? Or? The,
2: the Four Kings definitely is not my focus. When okay. I'm out there, I, I I have a. We we produce enough just in our core line yeah. okay. to keep me busy, but the Four Kings is really nice to have is yeah. like kind of a direction to point towards people yeah. be just to if anything to show potential yeah. Oh, yeah. and to show you know different capacities in which our, our spirits can be used and yeah. you know just sort of like if people haven't heard of us, it kind of shows where we live yep. as far as the big spectrum of gotcha. things. I mean, so. you're a
0: fourth of the logo on there. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a part about like... I mean,
2: I just see
1: twin packs on the shelf right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm That's serious, true.
1: man. I see yeah. twin yeah, packs on an end why is, not, why is
0: not a 200-milliliter three-pack yeah. of this? I mean... 17, 18, 19. Where is my that? My rye went into we this. Our
1: bourbon went into that, you know, just so you know that's yeah. how
0: good we are no but it is i mean like, it's just cool to see the whole operation of it because if you know someone buys a bottle of few um made by also a bottle of the four kings they also see your logo too on there for sure and they see you know other they see corsair they also see journeyman on there too where you guys can all grow together that way
2: Mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely it's definitely great for 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 that aspect of the business and i think that's kind of a my understanding is that that's kind of a universal thing. Yeah. Also, with the other distilleries as well, it's like, you know, we have our we have what we do at our core. Mm-hmm. But then this is also the potential we have. We can Absolutely. make beautiful things with other people. Yeah. And yeah, you know, there's we understand that we make different things, and we can make different things with each other's. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's all about. You know, all the same intent, yeah, which is same great. Intent, yeah. I mean, Corsair
0: is the only company I've never had either a full conversation with in depth with or been to their distillery, um, and had that had that hands on experience. But uh, I'm sure they're probably a part of the whole entire process too, and on oh, the same sure. line.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, you know, emails, group chats, yeah. talking about what's gonna go into what, mm. what, are, what are we doing, or, you know, when are we gonna release? Is it's yeah. typically a whiskey week release. Right. Um, so we try to time it yeah. to be in line with that. Um,
0: well, getting back to, like, more of what you guys are doing, after almost 10 years now of being in this industry, where do you see the next 10 years kind of going? Well, what's the focus?
2: So our focus now is, since we've had about 10 years, just kind of uh, sort of casting a broad net and just kind of seeing what sticks and then also honing things back into our core line, like getting everything dialed in, we, you know, and that's even just beyond the spirits. That's like our packaging, our marketing, our, you know, hashtags, you know, just stuff like that that you, you kind of think about as an afterthought, but that's all very important stuff. And so now that, um, we're, we're at a place where we have more of that dialed in, I think that we're definitely going to be growing our presence in the Midwest. Hmm. Um, and then we we do have a little bit of a presence in like New York and Texas, and then we do export to some other countries too. Oh, cool. Um, so I think it's it's going to be more about doing more groundwork uh, locally and just sort of growing the brand like that, gotcha. and then you know just sort of expanding from there. Are you really. their
1: only brand ambassador, sort of, so for sh- lack of a better term? It, sorry.
2: Or? Yeah. No. No. That's that's. Pretty accurate. It's Twenty years, damn it. I yeah. just, you know, I didn't know. Maybe he was uh, regional sales, like yeah. Matt. Matt's like regional sales. Well, was technically, yeah, that's my
1: title. <laughs> I love
0: Matt. That's a good dude. He's um, watching
1: uh the Liverpool game. Oh yeah. Oh, I was gonna text Is what him. he's doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's he's having a he's having a
0: watch it. party right now, For at thirteen forty. Really? Yeah. yeah. What a dipshit! <laughs> That's I was you know, like, he's, he's sitting here he, hanging he out. He was like, us. He could he, be. no, he was like, I'm be. gonna come on this week. I'm like, all right, we're all recording right. at one yeah, o'clock. We're at he's one like, o'clock, yeah. I can't do that.
1: I got to. I'm gonna go watch Liverpool at 30. Let's we'll see
0: if Liverpool eight. is losing. I mean, I'm sure they aren't. Man, fuck all
1: that.
2: Anyways, you were saying, anyway.
1: hey,
0: it's a big day tomorrow. <laughs> Everton.
1: That's a better about? day. Uh, we we're talking about you titles as your t- oh, you know, title. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily <laughs> a title, but it takes you're the only one outside of yeah. Iowa, correct? so yeah. Oh, you are.
2: Yeah, it's going to be me and Sean on the ground. On the ground. Um, so Catherine and Garrett are handling more production. Okay. Uh, Ryan's like all admin and also gaining, you know, dealing with distributors and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, other states and things like he has a ridiculously full plate, yeah, as yeah. well, like we we all kind of do, but uh as far as groundwork, it's me and Sean kind of mm-hmm. out there orchestrating stuff, mm-hmm. dealing with you know being the interface between the distribution and then you know our customers and yeah you know all that kind of stuff, so
1: aside from the Chicago market because i'm sure I mean it takes up a, a good bulk of the time it, it does um that is your time. is there a market yeah, yeah. <laughs> is is there a market that you either are not in or are in that you, like, need to get into or love that market?
2: Um, I'm trying to think. I guess what I have on the horizon as far as, like, targets, like, mm-hmm. I need to, I, I want to have a little bit bigger presence in Milwaukee Okay. currently, and I actually spent sense. some time up there yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, which was awesome. Uh, Thank you, Johnson Brothers. Um, All right. (laughs) Johnson Brothers, hey. And uh, we had a great event last night. Nice. Um, Yeah, really, really that, probably. um, Maybe, like, Southside, like, kind of, we were talking earlier. Like, I just don't make (coughs) it down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's is. No, I'm not scared to go (laughs) to Southside. Sam's white. He's scared.
1: (laughs) He's tall, though, man. It's true.
0: He's not brown like you, though, man.
1: I'm not that brown I'm beige
0: it's true it's in, uh, your, in your salmon shorts you know, <laughs> look very white
2: I look very beige I'd be part look of it very is
0: broy <laughs>
2: <laughs> no I just never I honestly I just haven't hung out down there that much yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I lived in Hyde Park for a year when I first oh. moved here but okay. I I was going to school so I didn't ah. do anything and <laughs> you know I just was going to school and so I where,
1: where did you go to school when you lived I in went High to
2: Columbia, At Columbia college oh, nice. yeah cool. Yeah, I was doing the art school thing for a while, that's and cool. then, yeah, I just never really hung out down there, and then, you know, when you when you get into this, you immediately want to go to your comfort zone, obviously, oh. and where oh, yeah. you already know people, and yeah, you already know you have relationships and stuff, and so... Where all the really, white people are at.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's racist.
1: Yes, it is.
2: Anyways. Well, I, live Logan, I live in Logan Square. I live, at, you I live know. in Logan Square. <laughs> It's not totally white yet. Well, I was just driving around a there. lot yesterday. Yeah. But, uh, um,
0: based on when I used to live there 10 <laughs> years ago, it's pretty white.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you just, you, and then you start with those relationships that you already have. Correct. And, then, yes. no, you're absolutely and then things right. yeah. just you're blossom right. from there, too. I agree. Organically, know, they then, start spreading uh, out. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Which was one, and that was actually one of the coolest mm. things when I first started the job, where I knew mm. I had, had, like, you know, a... A small rolodex of people I could call yeah. upon and be yeah. like, "Hey, this is what I'm doing now. Like, can you get behind this?" And then uh, I didn't. I did not expect just things to kind of. Come into my lap, either mm-hmm. where you get the random email from someone who's heard about you, and they mm-hmm. want you to come to their bar, or they want to do a whiskey dinner, or they want to do, yeah. yep. you know, those things are awesome when that. Those happens. things are, are very awesome. You know, I agree with it's where 100%. you feel
0: like you're actually doing your job correctly. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. you point. And when you, even when your friends support you, and they're like 100, percent like I don't care what you're doing, if you believe in it, I believe in it. Mm-hmm. That's where you're just like, all right, we yeah. can we can get this ball rolling, and that's exactly. obviously why like our bosses hired us too, because we have those connections. But at the same time, it makes you feel great as a person when you actually have like your friends in this industry back you up oh yeah. for sure because yeah. it's like you might everyone's palette's different they know what their their clientele is coming in there if it's a bar if it's a retail shop but if they say like hey i'm taking this on because they're buying as we say every single time this podcast they're buying you as much as they're buying the brand yes. it makes yes. you feel so good inside it's it gives it you the thing. motivation to get up the next day and go to somewhere different
1: yeah. mm-hmm. so sam if you ever want to go to that side you can call me i'll go with you you, you want to hey
2: you wanna... You want a to buddy going up?
1: There tonight, man? Dude, I'm down. I'm going. Right, well, tonight
2: man. I have a birthday party. Oh, happy okay. birthday, Annalise! Oh, yeah. oh, oh happy birthday, Annalise! Out.
1: Shout out to Annalise on what her up. birthday. What up, girl? I'm just saying, in general, <laughs> you know, if you feel like you need a buddy, man, just call me. I'll, I'll go with you. That's that means a lot. It's kind of how I appreciate Absolutely. you. I'm here to help you, not to hurt you. And that you epitomizes you.
0: what we do here at Key in the Lake. Key in yes. the Lake. Yeah, definitely. it's it's all about that like friendship and management. I'm glad you brought those bottles of Four Kings because it's one of my favorite projects happening in the Midwest. And like Wilson and I talked about how like there's not enough of this like kind of going on this yeah. collaboration this partnership uh, between us and the distilleries where we kind of branch out to breweries really I mean yeah, mm-hmm, to other true. companies that are kind of outside of the whiskey the distilling industry to kind of bring in partnerships when we're right here to do it together
1: yeah we're exactly. w- and we're all in the same city representing yep just distilleries throughout the Midwest which is I love you know yeah. I love that to death it's cool so, to you see. know um, one of the things have um, one thing that came to mind while we were talking gay porn uh no oh um um, before
0: we were talking one of (laughs) of these times one of these times it'll be one of those things we're talking about
1: do you find um when when you're in market do you find it they're kind of like "Eh," another craft distillery Mm. you know Mm.
2: that that is definitely a thing that comes up for sure yeah um and there's different ways to field that of too. Course. You know, I mean, if I already, you know, obviously, if you already have some kind of rapport with the person, mm-hmm. then you can. It's a little bit easier, at least for me, to like yep. kind of leverage one way or another. Um, and then a lot of times it does just bring up kind of like a nice conversation too, where you end up kind of talking to them about it and you're like, yeah, I know. Right. Like there's There's so many, (laughs) and let me tell you, I got you covered because this, this is a no brainer, you know, and then you can kind of segue into, you know, I agree. agree. Into your pitch a little bit, but, and, (laughs) but that's a real thing to ask too, you know, because you go down some of these, the bourbon aisle at (laughs) the liquor stores and there's, like i, I Liz, you guys kind of touched on this last week too where you there's five new brands and then two are gone yeah. from last week and there's just new bottles there yeah. all, the time. all the time and so that's that's part of our jobs is to kind of help people navigate that it and is. show where our brands stand out as opposed to these other ones it's a great way so, of putting it it's a very good point it's
0: yeah. a very good point no, that's uh, awesome. Uh, I think it's kind of a uh, maybe a good place to end after an hour and 20 minutes. Really? I can't believe this just did that. That was an hour and 20 yeah. minutes? I know, no, right? Ah, shit, My computer man, There's, too, there's still two more Cody
1: Roads to hit.
0: Well, we can drink that after. It's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem with that. Oh, okay. Sam, is there anything else you want to promote? Um, yeah, you got anything oh, coming, oh, coming up? Monday, anywhere, so anything yeah. next week? As far
2: week? as upcoming releases, we've got... We have a couple uh, aviary collaborations coming out. Oh, really? With some nice. cocktails, which I'm pretty stoked about. Sweet. Dude, Good we for you. Really, Good we for haven't, you. Really, we haven't you. really talked about it, so it's kind of... No, a, no, no. That's no, awesome. That's cool. Congratulations. So, yeah. uh, that's hard to come that's by. That's in the works. Yeah. I'm very, very excited. Um proud of that. Oh, and actually, just speaking of Forbidden Root, like, I, I love those guys yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, and if you do go in there on a Monday, they have an industry special, $15. You get uh, one of their beers. They're delicious burger and then they a shot of our uh lovely cody road bourbon nice well. like that a lot beer and bourbon yeah. and dude. burgers yep 15 bucks man you can't Triple can't beat, can't beat yeah,
0: that triple
1: b's
0: sweet i love it oh, yeah. wilson you have anything coming up do you ever like
1: leave behind two ounce
0: oh, sample bottles dude, I leave my cards i leave our coasters i yeah. leave that shit everywhere i leave it
1: like to waitresses like if i hit a diner i'm like well, oh point. for sure you're having a rough day yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't there actually go. leave whiskey behind, but I it's do. very nice. I'd be kind of scared of what it was. No. I just I gave my card. Shit, if you get sick, you know, it's fine. Even know. when I send, like, samples to bloggers, they're like, I'm still like, I'll email you with my company email to make sure you know that I'm legit. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Sure. No, yeah. you should. Yeah, yeah sure. you should.
1: Do you guys do that at all, Sam? Hmm. Do you send anything out to, like, you know, social media? Oh, you
2: know, yeah. Yeah, we YouTube? um I mean we we have a company that handles our social media. Oh, now. Okay, cool. Uh right. they and they're actually uh, local they're in LeClaire. Oh, which nice. Cool. Is nice. oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, they're down really the street cool. from us, oh, which is awesome. awesome. Sweet. That is really um, awesome. Mindfire. Shout out. Thank you, Mind, Shout um, out Mindfire. Mindfire yeah. was so You've be having
0: a lot of uh, tags from Mr. Distilling. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Distilling. Uh, Mr. I Distilling. Love that, I, love I love that how oh, that works. I love really that. I have yeah. the
2: greatest email ever. It's yeah. Just yeah. My name Mr. And yeah. Mr. Distilling. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Spaceballs a little bit. <laughs> yeah. know, like for sure. Mr. Coffee and Mr. <laughs> yep. Radar. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> well guys, uh, great show. You can Fine find us at sheenalake.com. I still haven't wrote anything in a while. And damn Lazy game married ice. wife dog life after. taking over. Um, but we do have a lot of podcasts up there. We post repeatedly on uh, Instagram as well. If you want to check us out at Key in the Lake, Wilson's at 312MADE. Uh, you can find sans Company at Mister Distilling. Mr. Distillery, right? Yeah, mrdistillery.com, Mr. yeah. 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 Um, that's awesome. A great website. We'll put that in a link to the page as well from this uh, actual show. And uh, other than that, yeah, you can find us out all, uh, all over Chicago and across the U.S. doing tastings and doing all that fun stuff and promoting our brands. Come and try us out. Also, um, have a good week because this is probably your Monday when you're listening to us. Maybe even Tuesday when we post this on Monday next week. But it's a Friday for us, so we're gonna keep drinking. Yep, here we at are. Beguile International we are. Studios. Yes. Thanks to Beguile. Thanks to Kevin. Everybody else who Shout works out. there because we love you guys so yes, much. Thank you. They have some awesome releases coming out this weekend too. So come by here um, throughout the week and next weekend and yeah. check it out because uh, beer is a is a booming as uh, fall approaches.
1: Very booming. Yeah. So right now it's National Picnic uh, Month, so every Friday Beguile is releasing a. Uh, uh, picnic island their cream ale variation every friday from three to five you can also get the regular variation of picnic island for five bucks between three and six
0: sweet mm. well gentlemen uh, one last cheers to one say goodbye nice cheers. and we'll finish drinking while off mic cheers, cheers guys cheers
2: thank you